Hi, I'm Craig O'Sullivan. Today we talk about how to disrupt an industry without being a tech company. And we talk about going grocery shopping. Hi and welcome to episode 44 of the Just Cause Audio, where we take a metaphor from a trending event, movie, or TV show so that we can learn to become better communicators, entrepreneurs, or just all-round better people. Why? Just cause. Now, I know this is a real big buzzword, is about disrupting industry, being the disruptor, disruptions of all industries. Industries are being turned on their head because of all these disruptions. We seem to be in the in the age or the, in the industry or, or the era of disruption. And uh, so today we're going, we're going to talk about that and, and, and some of those disruptions that are happening. But I want to preposition this by saying, well, well, hang on a second. When I mention disruption, what do you think of? And, and, and I don't mean like disruption as in when we were in class and, and the, the kid that was making all the noise that was usually me, was disrupting the class. I'm not talking about that. And I'm not talking about the disruption when we're sitting there uh, trying to be productive and then our phone keeps dinging with, with messages from friends and they're disrupting us. I'm not talking about those disruptions. Because yes, those disruptions are bad. They're annoying. They're irritating. I'm talking about the disruptions to industries. Now, and, and look, well, I suppose if you're on the wrong end of disruptions to industries, yes, it's, it's not a good thing. But disruptions allow our industries, allow our society, allow us to evolve, allow us to grow, allow us to develop. I mean, think of how far we have come from living in caves to now living in skyscrapers and flying all over the world. How incredible is that? So at, all, at every point, there is always a disruption to an industry. But when I mention disruption, what do you think? When I talk about the major disruption companies, the major disruptors of industries, the people that have, that have been the highlight, the, the poster child for disruptions, who do you think of? I guarantee the first thoughts that come to your mind are someone like Uber, Airbnb, Alibaba, and the list can go on of all these companies that have really disrupted industries and they've turned the industries on their head. And we'd be forgiven for thinking that these disruptions, that to be a disruptor, to be able to disrupt an industry, we need to be a tech company. Why? Because all of those disruptions that I mentioned, they're all tech companies. Uber, is a car share service or a taxi service. It doesn't own any cars. What does it own? Software. Airbnb is a is a, a hotel company, but it doesn't own any rooms. What is it? It's a tech company. Alibaba is the largest distributor or largest wholesaler in the world, and it has no product. Why? Because it's a tech company. So un- unfortunately, a lot of us are wanting to aim to be disruptors. 
I'm sure you have the, the desire to disrupt your industry. I'm sure you have the dream or the drive that you want to be known for being changing your industry, for disrupting it, for turning it on, on its head, for, for improving. You want to go down and leave a legacy and, and, and go down in the pages of history knowing that you disrupted the industry. You made it better. And most of us have that dream. I know, I, I have that dream. I have that dream of disrupting the education slash M, M, uh, seminar space. And, and I, I want to be the major disruptor of bringing a new way of doing it. However, we, are, we all tend to get held back. We get, we get stopped in our tracks. Our dreams die dead. Die dead? Yeah, get that. I speak for a living. Yeah, some, sometimes my words don't come out as clearly as I plan them. But our, our ideas stop dead in their tracks. Why? Because we constantly, we are, we are so conditioned in our mind to think that a disruption has to be tech. A disruption has to be a new software. A disruption has to be a tech startup. But I'm here to take here today. Yeah, once again, I'm getting real tongue-tied today. I'm here today to, to encourage you to reassure you, to empower you that you can actually be a disruption without having tech. Why? Well, well let's, let's look at today's metaphor. Today's metaphor is about Amazon Go. I told you we'd be talking about going grocery shopping. Have you seen the Amazon Go grocery shopping, shopping stores? Where you walk in, you swipe your phone on entry, you grab the products off the shelf, and you literally just walk out. You don't have to scan the items out. You don't have to pay. You don't have to well, well, you do have to pay. It automatically gets charged on your on your account, and and that that that, that presents a little bit of a danger. I'm sure that people will probably end up spending more than they expect because um, they just walk out with it, and then all of a sudden, uh, you know, a few days later, they see their bill, and oops, I spent a little bit too much. Now there's with every every evolution, with every growth, with every development, there's always some downfalls. But they are making, they are disrupting the grocery industry in the way that they are operating their businesses, the way that they're going to launch these grocery stores worldwide, and they're going to change the face of how we do our grocery shopping. They, they are making it now, look, Let's talk, let's talk about it from one side. And I'm going to first talk about it the tech side. But let me reassure you, I'm only laying down these foundations because I want to get into the ultimate way of how we, how you and I can disrupt an industry without using tech. Because it's the same theory. Now, they've got a, obviously a lot of technology. They've got a lot of um, software and applications that, that are involved in making this possible. The software that you walk in and scan, the cameras that have facial recognitions that know and scanners on the shelves to know exactly what product you picked up and charge it directly to your account. Obviously, there is so much tech that goes in behind creating this Amazon Go store. But is it the technology that makes it a disruption? No. Is it the cameras, the facial, rec facial recognition that makes it a disruption? No. Is it, is it the application on the phone that makes it a disruption? No. Let's, let's look at Uber. Is it the fact that Uber is on a phone, the technology behind it, that it's a disruption? No, it isn't. 
Is Airbnb the disruption because they've got great software? No. They are all disruptions for one reason and one reason only. It's not their tech because there's plenty of other businesses out there. There are plenty of other industry industry people that are not at the top that have great tech. It's not the tech that makes them a disruption. It's the fact that Amazon Go is easy. It's a fact that Uber is easy. It's a fact that Airbnb is easy. The technology has enabled them to make the the delivery of the service, has, has made it possible for the people that are purchasing, the clients, the customers. It's made it easy for them. That's what the disruption is. Because before Airbnb, there were plenty of other websites that were, that were operating that, that uh, enabled people to promote their homes and, and, and rent out spare rooms and rent out their homes when they went away. There were plenty other software out there that, that did that. But Airbnb made it easy. Uber made it easy. Amazon Go made it easy. I mean, let's talk about Amazon for a moment. Their big disruption for, for changing bookstores into online. You no longer have to go and search through a bookstore anymore. You can just jump online, you can order your book, and it's there within, within days. But then what about the disruption of a Kindle? The Kindle is amazing, like ebooks, phenomenal. Now, especially for someone like me, I'm studying my master's. I mean, very close to finishing my last subject. I'm so excited. But for me, when I'm studying and doing research for, for an essay, instead of having to go to a library and get a book and search through a book, instead of even jumping on Amazon and ordering a book and waiting a few days for it to arrive, I can download the Kindle version instantly and... I usually just download the preview version of it and not pay for it because I can usually get enough information that I need for my business out of the preview. Now, if I like the book, I'll purchase it. But it's instant. It's easy for me. I don't have to wait. Uber is easy for people because they don't have to wait for the taxi. Uber, uh, Airbnb is easy because people jump, jump on, book it, that's it. They don't have to wait. All these technologies, all these tech disruptions are all about making it easier for the customer, making the experience smooth. So if you want to disrupt your company, sorry, not, not disrupt your company, if you, want to, if you want your company to disrupt your industry, it's not about creating tech because I guarantee you there's probably enough tech out there for you to use. It's about figuring out how can you, how can we make, our, make it easier for our customers and clients to purchase and use our products and services. Don't focus on the tech, focus on the outcome. Because I guarantee you, if, if we look through each and every one of our products and services, we can easily find even just 5 or 10% to make it easier for our customers and our clients to use and buy our products and services. What, what do we do? What do we do with, with all this tech? Now, I'm saying it's not about not using tech, 
Because obviously we still use tech to make it easier, but we don't have to develop it. Now, I'm, I'm wanting to transition. One of the industries I'm wanting to disrupt is I want to take uh, seminars and entrepreneur like and workshops and boot camps and that educational entrepreneur space into virtual reality. But it is way too complex now. It, now, I've done the research, and it's not just complex for me as the organizer. It's complex for the, for the attendee as well. Right now, it's just not easy for them. They can't sit in their home because they've got to make sure that they've got the right keyboard, they've got the right headset, they've got the right computer, they've got the right software, they've got everything installed, and that's just them. So it isn't making it easier for, our, for my customer to use. So it's still, for me, it's still probably about 12 months off. And I'm looking forward to launching that. But in the meantime, I need to focus on what's easier for my customers. Now, one thing I, one thing I mentioned is, is it's easier for our customers. Disruptions are easier for our customers. But it doesn't necessarily mean it's easier for us. Now, obviously, yes, in this world, we're looking at scaling, we're looking at improving, we're looking at growing, we're, we're looking at trying to remove ourselves from our business, and that is a great strategy. But at the start, I'm not saying make it easier for us. Because creating a disruption, look at Airbnb, look at Uber, look at Amazon Go. There is a lot of technology, a lot of research and development that has gone into creating these, these companies. So much money, like finances and time, has been invested in developing technology, developing hardware, making sure it works. So it doesn't, it's not easy to start. This is, and this is, this is the warning. If you're actually wanting to do something significant, it's not easy. Nothing's easy. And I know we tend to we, we seem to be on this bit of a bit of a trend over the last week or so of, of a lot of our topics being around disruptions. We spoke about being divergent in our thinking. We spoke about being creative with our thinking. And we now we're speaking about how to make it easier for our business. Hmm. Do you think that this disruption topic is important? Do you think that this disruption topic may be worthwhile investing some time into? None of the things that I share with you are easy. They get results, but they're not easy. We have to take the time beforehand to figure out how do we make this easier for our customers, not easier for us. And this is where I feel that most entrepreneurs fall down. This is where I feel most entrepreneurs make their big mistake is they're all trying to live the, you know, hashtag entrepreneur lifestyle with, with a laptop on, on the beach. It's not possible. It's not, we, we can't just, we can't build a business and build a lifestyle at the same time. You're either building a lifestyle or you're building a business. You're never doing this, this, the both at the same time. So let me encourage you. It does take hard work to build it. But eventually, maybe you can have that lifestyle. But I guarantee you, if you're a real entrepreneur, once you build it, you'll get your head buried into another project. That's just the way that we are. Whenever I finish one, I'm straight into the next. So focus on how we can make it easier for our customers. Focus on how we can make it easier for them to use our products, buy our products. 
So what is, what is it that you're wanting to, to disrupt? What's your product? What's your service that you offer? How can you make it a disruption by making it easier for your customers to use? How can you make it easier for them to apply? I, I told you, I'm looking at virtual reality stuff, but it's just way too difficult for my clients. So I'm going to take a step back. I love live events. I absolutely love it. I swear by them. It's what I, what I operate my business on. It's, it's my main thing that I teach people to do. But I even understand that it's still difficult for people to attend an event. So how can I, how can I bring that same sort of atmosphere? How can I bring that, that same, same experience into something that's online without it being a boring webinar? Because I know webinars are not a disruption. But there's online things which we can do and I'm working on creating some programs right now where I can combine the power of online so it's easy for you as the customer but it's also the benefit and has the experience of a live event. And so how am I doing that? What I do, and this is what, what you can do if you want to disrupt your industry, if you want to make things easier for people, just try to think, first of all, Look through and think through everything that they experience in one area. By, by, by receiving your product or service, what do they experience? What's good about it? What's bad about it? Then look at what's difficult about it. What is difficult about that, that industry or what, that product, that service? So like I said, for me, a live event, it's great because of the atmosphere. It's bad because not everyone can make it at the same time. Not everyone's in the same city. Not everyone can catch the public transport. Not everyone has, can, can get away from the kids. That's the problems with it. So think about what, what is the product or service you offer and just think, what are the problems with it? What, what are the, some of the barriers to be, for people to buy, for people to attend, for people to use? What is it that's stopping them? Now, if you could just go through and see how you can help them overcome each and every one of those, I'm doing air quote, problems with your or issues with your product or service. That's how you can be a disruption because that's, a, that's what it is about making your product or service easier. And that's all that a disruption is because a disruption allows you to stand out and a disruption allows people to be able to use your products and services easier. That's how you can stand out amongst your competition because they'll all be sitting there focusing on doing the, the same things the same way. But you're taking the time out. Remember, like I said, this stuff takes time. It's not something that we just sit back and it's just one thought and we just step out and do. If we want to build a successful business, if we want to build something that's different, something that's unique and something that makes an impact, we have to invest some time. I've been trying to figure out, I've spent the last probably probably week and a half developing a new sales funnel because I want to make sure it's not just the generic same sales funnel that everyone else creates. I've got sales funnels. I've got sales funnel funnels for days. I've been developing sales funnels for years, but I've decided that this sales funnel, I want it to be different. I don't want it to be the same old. So I've been spending the last couple of weeks just 
just racking my brain, some days just sitting here doing nothing but just thinking about, just processing, using my creative thinking strategies that I that I taught you in a few podcasts previous, using my divergent thinking, which I which I shared in my podcasts previous. And also, the number one thing that's been on my mind is how do I make this easy for them so that they can still get the same outcome? So what are the products or services that you offer? I challenge you, spend some time. It takes time. It, it, it's worth the investment. Because wouldn't you prefer it to be easier for your customers? Because when it's easier, they get the results. When they get the results, they rave to their friends and there's your free marketing right there. Now, it doesn't mean don't do any marketing. Definitely not. We still need to continue doing our marketing. We can't just rely on word of mouth. But trust me, when your clients are actually getting the results repeatedly and consistently, they'll be talking about it. Everyone will know, hey, this person, they always get the results and it's easy working with them. So sit down, take the time out after this podcast, turn it off. I want you to just, just take, even just take 10 minutes out. I want you to write down on a piece of paper, what are all some of the, what are all the challenges with people buying or using your product or service? What are some of their objections? What are some of the things that hold them back from getting the results? Maybe it's a diet. Maybe the diet is just too hard. Maybe it's a, a, it's a, um, it's a tool that they use and the tool is just too hard for them to carry around everywhere. Maybe maybe it is a maybe it's an information product and no one just just applies it. They only learn it, they don't apply it. Try to think of what are the problems and think how can I make this easier for my customer? Because when it's easier, that's when they're more more effective with using it. They're gonna get the results and then they're gonna start raving about you. So just like with Amazon Go, they are disrupting the grocery industry. But they're not disrupting it with just their tech. They're disrupting it because they're making it easier. And so disruptions, although they're based around tech, they're purely the, the main concept, the core of it, the foundation of a disruption is simply making it easier for the end user. So how can you make your product or service easier for your consumer, for your client, for your customer? I'm looking forward to seeing you disrupt your industry. Thank you for listening. I'm Craig O'Sullivan. Join us on the next Just Cause Audio where we take another metaphor from a trending event, movie, or TV show so that we can learn to become better communicators, entrepreneurs, or just all-round better people. Why? Just Cause. Just Cause.